This episode is brought to you by Only the Real Entertainment and Media Den Productions. excited to talk man it was a crazy I can't remember a playoff weekend opening playoff weekend that was legendary as the one we just had interesting series all around the league playing was great but beginning into the thick of things definitely wanted to discuss um, Draymond though first off with the, the step to Sabonis uh, it's been a lot of uh, talk around the league. You have players like Damian Lillard. You have players like uh, Nurkic. I saw him too uh, speak about how the suspension wasn't warranted. Um, now, here's the thing. Now, if you look at it with no names and you saw that somebody who was trying to, who was getting tripped up, who got, who foot was grabbed, um, and they, they needed somewhere to land or they were going to fall and they chose to land their feet on that person's, you know, sternum. Um, you know, I, I think you should have thrown both of them out the game at that point. One did the other. A bad behavior merited another bad behavior. Let's get both of these gentlemen out, you know. That's what I would have done. Um, if you want to suspend, if you want to, you know, eject Draymond for that because of the optics, I guess so. Um, not a suspension, I agree with, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, people are getting upset because the league basically came out and says we took a look at the history of Draymond Green and we decided that he should be suspended. Okay, that's correct. That's consistent. That's a consistent basis of what we do in America. A first-time offender is going to get uh, a way lesser offender than a multiple-time felon. You know, not to you know go all the way left field, but it's just the reality of the matter. You look at what he did with Stephen Adams multiple times. You look at how he got into it with LeBron. You look at how he poked James Harden in the face. You look at how he poked Jokic in the face. He's he has history. You know what I mean? And a lot of people would have given him the benefit of the doubt. Okay, they ejected, let them, let them both play the next game. You now have Sabonis, who's um injury report coming is coming back is questionable because of his sternum that doesn't look great um and again you look at Draymond's history you look at how he acted when he got ejected you know towards the Kings fans um and I think there was properly merited that he needed to be suspended just for one game uh, which is a pivotal game three because if Sacramento goes up 3-0 you guys have no chance of coming back a game three could change the entirety of the series, you know, you never can tell where a series is going to go until a game three is played. It's universally known. So game three is always pivotal in every series. If they go up 2-1, they give themselves a fighting chance. They go up 3-0, uh, they're, they're cooked. <laughs> and uh, it's looking like, you know, the Kings just have their number. They have athletic group of guys, uh, Malik Monk, 
Uh, De'Aaron Fox has been playing his tail off. You have a vet and a champion in Harrison Barnes who's there. Who's very, like I tell y'all, it's very important to have somebody who's been a champion uh, playing, you know, giving them valuable minutes. Um, you look at Sabonis, even though he's not having the best series, he's still an important piece. Um, that They are extremely well coached. You know, Mike Brown, who I think is coach of the year, um, I don't think it's such a good matchup. I was one of those people who did choose the Warriors. Um, to go ahead and beat the Kings um, because we're just, again, we're not used to the Kings uh, being great. Last time the Kings were any form of relevant, I was eight years old. <laughs> I was around eight years old, man. So um, definitely this, you know, this game three is going to be pivotal. You know, I wish uh, Draymond would have had a little bit more strength knowing how important he is to that team, the defense that he gives him. Um, the force that he plays with that, you know, spreads onto the other players on the court. Um, and we need to have a dialogue about Jordan Poole looking like a lost pet out there. Uh, but we'll, we'll revisit that another time. Look, I don't know about you, but I like my hoops unfiltered, especially if it's about that Miami Heat. Heat Nation stand up here. If you do too, then tune in to Real Hoops. There's nothing better than hearing straight up unadulterated talk about ball and all the chaos that comes with it. You can go find Real Hoops on all podcast platforms. Go enjoy and run it up for your boy. You're... Now, my favorite Eastern uh, matchup so far has been the Cavaliers and the Knicks. Um, Boy, Mitchell is a bona fide playoff player. You know what I mean? He's been doing his thing, um, you know, for so long. He Even as a rookie going up against Prime Westbrook and having it out with him in the playoffs, I knew he was going to be a stud. And he's just, you know, backing that up some more. Uh, him having the most playoff experience on Kevin Love is in a Miami uniform is, uh, is, is a great thing to watch. Um, but I want to give another, I want to give kudos to somebody who wears another jersey going up against him, who I think is a, is a very good playoff performer, and Jalen Brunson. Um, man, that's the greatest feet work that I've seen. Every time I watch him play, it's just like the feet work, the heads, the tween, has he changed the direction, and then he has a lethal mid range. Um, he can get to the basket. He has a great post game for somebody of his stature. Um, and he's been hoping, you know, and it's, it's been spreading to the other guys. Um, you look at the fall that Julius Randle have. I hope that doesn't affect him. I want everybody to be healthy in that series. And as you know, he is, you know, sometimes the best player, if not the second best player on the Knicks, um, you know, interchanging between him and Brunson, depending on which night it is. So um, super important. I think this goes seven games. I think they're, you know, perfectly matched up. Um, those Cleveland bigs have to wake up in order for this to be shorter. However, if those Cleveland bigs uh, and Mobley and Allen decide to play big and decide to grind it out for rebounds, I think that changed the trajectory because you're looking at two seven-footers um, who can stay on the floor because their defense on the other side of the, the basketball is, is phenomenal um, interior-wise with Allen. And, um, you know, Mobley's uh, frame allows him to be a little bit more mobile around the perimeter as well as still be a force in the, in the, in the paint as well, uh, as you can tell from the defensive player of the year votes that he has and just watching him with the eye test, he passes all of that. Um, I think he has to put on a little bit more muscle in the off season, but as of right now, he's still formidable. I think this is a seven-game series, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be playing close attention to this. 
the Knicks and the, and the Cavs. Um, super excited about that so far. Um, we have out west the other four or five matchup uh, in the Clippers and Suns. <clears throat> uh, they're they're also tied one one. Um, Monty Phillips says Monty Phillips. <laughs> Monty Williams says enough is enough, uh, and, and Phoenix goes crazy in the second half. Um, however, here's my concern with Phoenix, and here's was my concern when the trade went down. They traded away a lot of their death. Uh, you look at the high minutes that uh, was played yesterday by their older guys, um, and a Chris Paul who has a detailed history um, <clears throat> with getting getting hurt. Uh, you look at a uh, Kevin Durant who's the past five years he's been, you know, injured basically for a substantial part of every year that he's played, you know, you know, with the Achilles and then, you know, he dealt with some injuries in Brooklyn and he dealt with an injury that was an extremely unfortunate accident with the shoot around earlier. Um, them playing high minutes scares me um, because not that they're fragile or anything, but when your body's used to being injured like that, um, it's just not a good look uh, for what you want to do later on down. You look in, um, you looking at uh, Kevin Durant playing almost 45 minutes. You're looking at Chris Paul who's playing 38. Yeah, you can shorten up a little bit. But you also have a Devin Booker who's been fighting with injuries the past two seasons right at 45 minutes as well. Um, I don't, I think that's, uh, I think you got to play your best players. But with people who have uh, injury histories, you want to, you know, try to manage that as much as possible. Like I said, game threes are the most important of every series. So I definitely think this is also a seven-game series. Um, for the Suns to take victory, uh, I do want to see more force being played with, with DeAndre Ayton, who's a former number one overall pick, um, who I think has the potential, but it just seems like when he's on the court, he can be sometimes unsure or he can be mentally checked out and not all the way locked in. Um, he could go a game where he gives you three rebounds and he's a big seven-footer. Um, and it's just, he has to play with force in order for them to get to the next level, um, without taking away from the guys who needs the shots, you know, a, a Booker, who's a 25 plus per game scorer, uh, a Kevin Durant, who's the most efficient scorer in NBA history. You have to get those guys their shots. Um, but you also have to play with force. You have to also have to try to alter shots at the rim. You also want to make sure that you board up every chance you get, box out, get to it. You know, um, you have a Tory Craig who's a long 6'8 um, that can, you know, help you out on the front end as well as Kevin Durant. But you're the big guy, you know. When you're not doing one thing, as we saw Russell Westbrook will his team on the defensive side of the basketball, he shot three for 19. But if you look at a box score, it lied to you because the effort that he gave on the defensive side of the ball, the ability for him to chase, the ability to have deflections, the ability to rebound the basketball helped the Los Angeles Clippers take game one, as well as, of course, Kawhi Leonard, one of the best playoff performers um, we've seen. Um, you know, getting in his bag, you know, you got to help out your team in other ways. And I feel like in order for the Suns to take the next step, in order for them to be champions, uh, Aiden has to do his part. You know, you have Asian Chris Paul, but that, he doesn't need to do much. He's Chris Paul, you know what I mean? Facilitate, keep the defense honest, take a few minutes, take a couple threes, and then chill. You know what I mean? But Aiden, you got to get after him, my boy. Uh, definitely think that's a seven-game series, though, however. <clears throat> um, so... 
got the Lakers, of course, got to discuss them. Uh, Jaw went down, unfortunately, with a charge uh, attempt. Um, we'll get to that later. Boy, we'll get to that later. Um, so, do think that the Lakers are taking in six. Um, you had a master class by Austin Reeves and Hachimura. That was the first time since LeBron and AD has gotten together that they did not look like the best players for the Los Angeles Lakers. And that's not a knock against them. Uh, defensively, both of them were super active. Going back to what I was stating before, you got to find other ways to be um, to be a positive for your team outside of putting the putting the basketball in the hole, in which they did. You know, they almost had five 20-point scores with D'Angelo Russell um, having 19, almost had five. But him, um, AD, um, Braun played. It was almost like you forgot Braun was on the court because of, uh, you know, he, he wasn't taking a high volume of shots. He saw the other guys got it going, and that's, you know, that's LeBron's M.O. If other guys have it going, he's not going to interrupt that. We saw... A Kyrie Irving uh, in 2015 go off of 57 against the San Antonio Spurs, and people forget that LeBron dropped 30 that game because he's capable of. You got it going, bro. I I I could get my little 27, my little 30 in my sleep, but if you cooking, as you saw with <laughs> Austin Reeves was giving it to the Grizzlies. Um, at one point he had he had nine straight, and he was just. The way that he goes about in the pick and roll is super impressive, man. He passes the eye test from the standpoint if he's not afraid of the moment. This is a 24-year-old kid, uh, undrafted out of Oklahoma. Um, and I'm looking on the fourth quarter. Braun is at the wing. And, you know, AD is setting him to pick. And he just looks like he's going to make the right read every single time. Um, you can't speed him up. Um, and the shots that he takes are, are, are high high efficiency you know you look at the three that he took they gave him space you look at when he you know what i'm saying went to the right elbow um after he got through the pick and he took the fadeaway it was a super smart shot he got to his his spot you know the guys who don't rush them they're especially frustrating for the defense because you now are at their mercy because you can't speed them up to get them to make a quick decision and a lot of times quick decisions could be a bad decision depending on who the ball handler is um so I'm looking at that. I'm looking at Rui going off for 24. Um, he's always going to give you high-value defense. Um, he puts pressure on Darvin Ham at this point, right, because we have to play him after what he just did. Um, so, yeah, I think Lakers take that one in six. Super excited for that. Um, Giannis is doubtful for game two against my Miami Heat. Um, this, is, this is a very dicey situation for me because you know me um, my he has been a letdown all season uh, I've been saying to blow up the team since November unfortunately I have to talk about him at Red Hoops um, I have zero faith um, <laughs> I have zero faith in Miami Heat as you saw what we did in game one if you've been watching the Miami Heat basketball all season long what you see from game one you may not see for the rest of the series because that's how inconsistent that we are um you know you you get a you know a couple guys hot at the right time playoff Jimmy's going to give you what he's going to give you because he you know he elevates his game during the playoff playoff Jimmy is a real thing I still have no confidence in him however uh, you're looking at a Tyler hero who's going to be out for uh, pretty much the entire rest of the way unless we make the finals which is impossible yes I said impossible because out for the rest of the season he takes away which takes away 
a high volume shooter, high distance shooter. You're looking at an Oladipo, um, who's supreme defensively. He's probably our best perimeter defender, not named Jimmy Butler, but he this perimeter jump shot isn't the greatest. You know, he could go cold a lot of times, and we need that distance. Um, you know, with spacing, uh, since you already have a Jimmy who wants to go to the midi, wants to get to the rim, even though he can take and make jumpers, that's not a high, um, a high part of his game that he wants to do. And then you're looking at a, a, a Bam who has, you know, an excellent mid-range jumper, but, you know, those are mid-ranges. He's not pulling threes. So we do need the space. I'm looking for Max Drews to be active as well. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Um, I have zero confidence even without Giannis that we could get it done. Um, I I thought this was going to be a sweep, I'll be honest with you. Um, but I guess since uh, I say Bucks in five, with or without Giannis, we could talk to you know more relevant basketball. Real Hoops available on all podcast platforms. Tap in and show love. Speaking of more irrelevant basketball, um... We're looking at the Denver Nuggets and the Timberwolves. I'm going to keep it short, just like the series will be. Uh, Denver in four. Uh, the Timberwolves outmatched. Um, they know that all of their players, as one player from uh, the Wolves said, they were prepared, they were ready uh, to get after it. Denver in four. Um, it's not going to be a fight. Maybe Cat, maybe Cat and Ant gets right at the hot time to give them one game, maybe. But I'm looking for a sweep for Denver. They're outmatched. They have a two-time MVP and all his pieces, his main pieces are healthy. And the Jamal Murray and the Michael Porter Jr. and the KCP was a champion. Um, I think they're outmatched. Denver and Ford don't need to ex uh, you know, extend it even more. And before I let you guys go, I just want to address Mr. Um, I think his name is Zach Harper. Let's just make sure. Zach Harper. All right. Zach Harper from The Athletic. <laughs> this gentleman does work for The Athletic. Um, don't know your history, pal. But in the most respectful way possible, you sound very dense when you, when you even bring up the possibility for them to remove charging from there. Now, let's just take a, a simple thought here. If you understand the history of the NBA, you would understand that David Stern took away hand-checking in order to promote the offense, which is great. You know, we are in a great league with, with great athletic guys, tough shot makers, not a problem. That's been since 2003. This is 20 years ago they took away hand-checking. Um, and as you see, you know, it took a little bit of while, but... You know, we're in a high-scoring, high-paced era. Um, and, you know, the commissioner at the time, Mr. Stern, God rest his soul, wanted to go ahead and, and promote that. Now, that does take away a lot of the uh, a lot of things defensively, right? Because if you're stronger than a guy, you can lead him to your defense. You can lead him towards the help with your forearm. Um, and it would have been perfectly legal. Um, you take away... The ability to lead, quote unquote, a guy, and you see that the high volume of three points um, has gone up, which is, you know, of course, gone up. You know, you have a longer rebound, which speeds up the pace in totality. Uh, you remove charging is probably the dumbest thing I've heard in a long time. Um, 
First of all, Giannis would average 50. He would average 50. <laughs> and no defense would be played whatsoever because, you know, people, if you're not going to reward uh, an offensive player literally running and creating contact to try to get to the line, you're now essentially eliminating defense whatsoever because we already get these ticky-tack fouls and we already have a high volume of, of players complaining um, about the lack of officiating in the league. Um, I think it goes up even more, the tension between the refs. That's one. Number two, the basketball product will be horrible because every game will be 200. You can't give the 400 best players in the world the ability to do what they want in the paint when they can get to the paint anyways. Um, and if the defense touches them so much, you're now diluting the product. You're now making it to where um, it's the NFL product where if you put a pinky on the quarterback and they threw the pass after, you're getting a rough in the pass call, which, you know, it's going to slow down the game, which is going to allow the offense to have even more of a strength. Don't do it. It's going to dilute our product. It's a stupid idea. If you guys don't want to get charge fouls, Euro. If you guys don't want to get charge foul, kick. You know, these guys are going up in the air and trying to dunk something, which is great. We want you to be aggressive, but we also want you to be cognizant of your body that you're that you're now, you know, you invested millions of dollars and so has the organization. You want to be careful of that, which is tough to do because in game time, this is a very high-paced, fast game. This is 400 of the best uh, basketball players in the world. So taking out, charging is the stupidest idea. Um, and that's my real talk for today, Zach Hopper. You, you don't know what you're talking about. You sound stupid. Um, but that's it for me. Real hopes. Uh, catch y'all again. I'm gonna hop on this flight to the A. And when I come back, we're gonna discuss some more hoops here.